best. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose. For a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Merit, the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It is me, Quincy W. Moran, a.k.a. the Q-Dog, in studio with my lovely wife. Lovely wife, what would you like to say? Hi. Well, that was very thoughtful. A woman of few words in this moment. In this moment only. <laughs> That's why I added in this moment. Um, it is great to be back with you again, listener. Hey, listener, you. Yes, if you're driving, just peer up in the rearview mirror. Give yourself a wink, just like I just did. <laughs> Give yourself a wink and say, you know what? You've got a lot of things going for you, pal, because you're listening to this podcast, and you are taking control of how good you want your life. So I just want to give you an air five. One, two, three, boom. There it is, an air five. Do the wink, give me a five. And be proud of yourself that you're part of a select community around the globe. Seven billion people in the world, give or take. And about one to two percent of the population has decided to make their self into a better person. I think that's pretty crazy. But you, on the other hand, you're not normal. You are awesome. Did you know that about 7 billion people, honey? No. Nope. I think it may be up to 3%. But you, you've decided to take control of your life to say, hey, how good do I want my life to be? I'll decide. Me. Me. Wonderful me. You're going off the rails. Ashley's going to get Ooh, you. I am going off the rails. It's a buck 55 into the recording and I'm off the rails. Okay, so this is another open mic. Yes, open mic with Jeannie's choice of topic. We are again here at the home studio. So a disclaimer, if you're just jumping in on this episode, a disclaimer for you. This is me, Quincy. That is her, Jeannie. We are Quincy and Jeannie Moran. Uh, typically, it will be Quincy and Coach Rita, but uh, we're at the home studio right now, and we have eight children. What did he just say? Yes, we have eight children, and three of our kids have autism. So while we're at the home studio, if you hear bang, 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 bang on the door, or you hear somebody shouting for mom or dad or whatever the case is, welcome to autism. That's the version that we have in the Moran household where things are not generally perfect and life is happening all the time. Would you agree, honey? Uh, yeah. So along with those eight kids, we have three lovely little turkey dogs um, that, you know, they just won't listen sometimes. They just bark when they want to. Why? Because dogs bark. That's what they do. So uh, just understand that if you hear that, life is going on, okay? Life is going on. Maybe you're thinking to yourself, they have eight kids. And it's this quiet for three minutes? Yeah, we have great kids. It's taken a lot of work. They're eating. Oh. <laughs> they're quiet because they're eating. Lucky. <laughs> That'll be us soon. Um, okay, so let's get into this open mic episode and talk about finding common ground. Now, 
I want to let you know that we're not rehearsing this episode. We don't have any notes. I'm looking at Jeannie's notebook. There is nothing but the lines we bought it with. That's it. A blank notebook. Um, Because I want to do this open mic. It's something uh, in some episodes that I'm experimenting with because I love having open discussion. Who knows where it's going to go? So... No one can beep or edit it. Uh Uh-oh. Actually, I could edit it, and so could uh, Ashley, but that's not what we signed up for. (laughs) So here we go. Uh, Finding common ground. All right, honey, what did you mean, and what the heck does that look like? Talk to me. Okay, so when we started working with Rita six years ago, one of the things that we went into this with knowing was I absolutely hated your obsession with football. Hated it. Alabama football is a ritual in our house, has been since day one. Every Saturday. Wait a minute. You hated it? Stop and listen. Okay. You never told me you hated it. Yes, I did. I told you right in front of Rita, and you gave me the same face you're giving me right now because you look like I stabbed you in the heart. Yeah. It's like I'm hearing it for the first time all over again. Go ahead, honey. (laughs) Ritual in our house was Saturday. If you wanted Quincy to do something, it had to be before or after the game because at kickoff, he was... nowhere to be found except in front of the TV. He was not talking to you. He was not going anywhere. He's smiling at me laughing right now. This is no joke. This is actually my husband. Okay. I used to get irritated, furious, because when you have all of our children and a football game and dad's screaming at the TV and autism screaming down the hall and dad's still screaming at the TV, yeah, for in the beginning, he wasn't all there. He was about the game. And I didn't like it. And then when he was coaching football and I was pregnant, that was the camel that broke the, the, or the straw that broke the camel's back, so to say, because I was losing it. We were on baby number eight. We had a lot of unexpected variables <coughs> in that two-year time frame that we were not expecting to deal with. Um, we were struggling. Our marriage was struggling. We weren't dealing with it. And the only thing that was constant for us was Quincy's football schedule be it working football or watching football, those were constant. (coughs) And one of my most hated things in the world. Now, fast forward, working with Rita and learning what our love languages were, what was important to us. Okay, his love language at the time was words of affirmation and physical touch and quality time. Those were his top three. Now, for me, none of that pertains to football. None of it. But as we've grown through this process with Rita and I started to realize how important football was to him, I decided to take it upon myself to start paying closer attention. This is what we were talking about in the last one. We said, you know, start observing. How does a person respond to a certain type of touch? How do they respond to a certain type of gift? (coughs) Excuse me. Um, I started noticing how you light up when I knew the quarterback's name. Or if we happened to hear a certain player was injured, I knew who he was. I knew what position he played. I started asking questions about the game. I understand football, but not as intricately as a coach. This was a game changer for us in marriage because now you and I had a common ground. When you sat down to watch a game, I didn't stay in the kitchen and just feed the kids and the guests or whoever was there or finish on with life I was sitting in the couch with you watching the game at least part of it picking up whatever I could now there were times when certain people were over and I avoided it but (laughs) that's a subject for another day Um, but it was something that I started noticing the more I started asking questions the more you lit up about it 
because I was drawing something out of you that was important. This was part of quality time for me because I was learning about you. Yeah. Uh, it seems kind of silly when you, you think about it. Quality time is supposed to be, you know, you think of spending time with the person. You think about going and doing something with them. Um, it's just as important, though, I think, to learn about their interests. You know, we go out all the time and we have dinner. And a lot of the time the conversation is the kids, schooling, um, doctor's appointments, you know, things that, that we're dealing with, finances, whatever. That's not what I mean by an interest or a common ground. Those are life. That That is everyday, all the time stuff that yeah. we deal with. But we'll fast forward to now. I'm a huge hockey fan. I freaking love hockey. You took me to my first game, and I am absolutely hooked. I have never liked gifts. I don't ask for gifts. My birthday's coming. Quincy, what does your wife want for her birthday? King's gear. Thank you. Go Kings, go. <laughs> so he knows now, but it took us getting to that point for me to be able to ask for stuff. Now, when you look at how much I enjoy hockey, we're watching the game together. We're learning the, the plays together. We're learning how the game works. We're looking stuff up together, but we're spending at least two to three nights together if we don't go anywhere watching the game, spending it with our son who is autistic and loves anything sports. So it's a common ground now for me and him. But it's something that we can learn together. We, we're experiencing together. But I'm still doing football with you. I'm still learning the other stuff. You know, podcasting is not my thing. This is Quincy's thing. Has never been my idea to put me on the spot for anything. You take the light. I'm backing out. I'll be behind you when you get there. This was a huge step forward for me. Yeah. I'm so used to being in the shadow, so to speak. I don't like center of attention. I don't like people knowing my stuff. For him to put our marriage out there, y'all need to know this was huge for me. Yeah. I don't like people in our stuff. So um, doing this was, was a big deal. But it's important to him. So I had to decide, is it important enough for me to step out and trust and help you get to where you want to go, help you with this dream that you have, and learn about these things with you, or do I just sit back and let you go somewhere without me? So I had to find a common ground. Mm -hmm. I had to be willing to give a little bit of my time, give a little bit of our story and, and what we're dealing with, give a little bit of my effort in ideas. And, you know, the, there's so many things that go on behind a podcast, it's ridiculous. Yeah. For us, everything from babysitting to time management to who's typing what, who's saying what, who's going. It's just, it's insane. But it's important. It's a common ground. So now when we go out and we have dinner, we don't always just discuss the kids, the finances, you know, the, the various life. We do talk about it. But I think the connection is more important with us now and a little bit easier you know, when your brother lived here and we had every Saturday, it was tradition. His brother would come over. They'd watch the games together. These two grew up watching this football together. They know all the players. His brother could rattle off stats from like 15 years ago just verbatim. So that was a connection you had with him. When he moved, because I had been learning and because I had seen how important it was, it was very easy for me to shift and go, you know what? I can take this position. I can fill this spot for you, and I can be the person that you talk to about football. I can be the person that you're teaching about football. 
now this year we have a very close friend who just recently got on the Bama train and now she's over every Saturday <laughs> when the game is on, she was over Quincy. What's this? Why did this happen? What's the penalty for it? It's, it was great because she could sit down and talk to him, but now she can sit down and talk to me Yeah, and ask questions and ask me things and your face would just light up. As soon as I would answer her, you got this pride to you of how I knew your favorite thing. Yeah. It, it might seem kind of small, but what it, let's do this. What is something that I enjoy or that I'm doing currently that you're all up in with me and you've got the same interest? You're, you're working through it with me. Well, I mean, number one is, you know, hockey. Number two is the book that you're writing. <coughs> and I got I to gotta tell you, just to go back really quickly, and then you can take back over, you know, for this discussion. <coughs> it, it means a lot to me. I mean, guys, think of this, okay? Think of what you're hearing right now. My wife invested herself into learning something she had no interest in learning, that was actually an enemy to you at one point. <laughs> yes, um, a huge resentment, actually. Yes. Uh, so she took a resentment. She was willing to let it go. She was willing to invest herself in it uh, to learn it because she knew how important it was to me. That I I could not, I don't have the verbal, the vocabulary to express how much that means to me. I don't have, I wish I had better words prepared to honor you appropriately for you saying this is something that I decided to dive into because it was important to you and it made you feel special mm -hmm. because it did it did my first word was Bama <laughs> it was you know it was I asked his mother <laughs> um football is big to me because football it parallels life there's so many lessons, but I'm a natural mentor, teacher, coach, and knowing that you would put yourself out there for something that doesn't come natural to you or something that you had no interest in so that you and I could connect more deeply and that you could make me feel like what I care about matters, I just want to thank you for that. I truly want to thank you for that. It's not something that you had to do. But your desire to connect with me on a deeper level, um, you know, really pulled you into doing that. And then, I don't know. I don't know if it was before or after I took you to your first Alabama game. Um, but there was a moment there. It was third down against Mississippi State. Dak Prescott playing quarterback. The whole stadium is going nuts. We're all jumping and screaming, and here's my wife who is not an out loud kind of person. I look to my left, and there she is with her mouth wide open, screaming, ah, <laughs> making noise for third down on behalf of the Alabama defense. And nothing in that moment could have made me feel more right than to know that you were doing something because it mattered to me. It's an all-in moment. It, it is a game changer, all in moment. Um, and as far as, you know, the book that you're writing, guys, you cannot wait for this book. I don't care if you read or not. If anyway, you give away my details, I'll beat you. Honey, <laughs> you know better than that. But that you're like giving me incentive to give away details right now. <laughs> don't do uh, it. Don't do it. <laughs> um, it's actually, you know, 
I don't. I, it's not a selfish thing that I'm helping you with this book. It's what I've told you. That that's the thing, though. I've told you in the past that I'm an idea guy. I love giving ideas. I love being creative. So it's like now with this project you're taking on, you're you're honoring me again, allowing me just to get invested in something that you love to do, and we have a place to connect there. And there's times where I take it too serious and get a little butt hurt because. You won't see things my way, and there, you know I do have to come back and apologize for that. But guys, dude, she don't think like you. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, but the beautiful thing here in finding common ground is being selfless enough. This is a great lesson that you're teaching me right now, honey. Um, being selfless enough to pour yourself into something that you don't care about in an effort to make a connection with your spouse. And guys, you got You have to cherish that. You know, you go back to episode six, how to get laid, uh, and you look at you're vulnerability, huh? You're welcome. Yeah, for that yeah, title. yeah. You're good. <laughs> um, you want her to trust you with your vulnerability, okay? And now what I'm saying is, when she, I thought it was really cute when she would be talking, and I did notice that you were making an effort to learn these players to learn their position and to ask questions. And I thought it was really cute. Um, but it made me feel really special, like you care. I think the the moment that I realized how important it was was when your mom asked me this year. Because we were sitting on the couch at Thanksgiving. We had a friend over. <coughs> well, we had the family over. And we had um, a friend from Alabama here who was working in town. So he came over, and we're watching the game, and he and I are talking about – um, the quarterbacks, and then we had we it, just full on conversations like you know are they really going to play to her? Are they, they going to put Jalen in for this? And we were going back and forth, and we I was discussing Tua's injury and what we had heard in the last report. And your mom stops, puts her fork down, and just looks at me and goes, "You understand football? Yeah, I understand football." She's like, "But you know who he's talking about?" Well, yeah, it's important to Quincy. So I sat down and learned the game with him. I, I know who the players are. I know what they're talking about. And I started explaining to her what we had been talking about in the conversation. And your mom stood, sat there with her mouth wide open and could not believe that I was actually having a full-on conversation about this kid's ankle injury and how many times that they had said he had been out, he needed to be on um, you know, the injured list, they were going to let him play anyway, they had done all these different things for him. And she just looked at me absolutely floored because football was not something that she liked. Right. And, and to, further, <laughs> to further your point – I'll give you a, stor a quick story, which I'm sure I've told you already, but my dad used to be about football like I'm about football. Actually, he's probably he was probably he was back in his day, he was probably more intense than I was because I remember him talking about knowing the details of a certain player's diet. Yeah. And so he was way more intense than I am, and I'm really intense. You know this, honey. <laughs> You know, when I'm standing up watching Alabama, it's like I'm standing on the sideline coaching. You have a five-foot radius around you. Nobody can come within the five-foot bubble because you don't know how far he's going to jump or where his hands are going to spring out. You just need to know. Give him a five-foot radius. Give him five feet, baby. <laughs> um, so I remember when my mom and I were roommates when I first moved back to uh, California, and her and I were roommates, and the Raiders were going to be playing on TV. And I was like, I want to watch – the Raider game tonight. And she was like, no, I'm watching Lifetime. Oh, man, I could not stand Lifetime at that time in my life. 
And we argued and argued and argued about it. Matter of fact, to the point where she just got up, walked outside, and sat outside on the stairs at the apartment to eat her supper because she couldn't face me anymore. I didn't understand why. But it was a memory. It was a situation with her where my dad, you know, God love him, he put football before everything. And my mom hated football. And she couldn't bear to see football on TV because of what happened in her past with my dad before they got divorced. So I went and bought my own TV and I watched Raider the Raiders that way, you know, but it was eye opening to me um that I was on the same path in my own marriage. Mm-hmm. Not that it would have caused us that's not what caused them to get a divorce, but we weren't we didn't find common ground there and it's because I don't know if we didn't know enough or we didn't recognize it or whatever the case was but being intentional about finding something that your spouse is interested in and finding that common ground even after 15 16 17 years of marriage it can really be a game changer for your relationship well like now i got into hockey you thought it was funny when I was like, after the first game, like, okay, we're coming again, right? Like, when are you bringing me without the boy? When are we coming? I want to see this. I, I want to do this again. So we did the second game, just the two of us. We did a date night. And um, after that, that was it. And come October, we're fighting between the TV because, you know, we've got football on on Saturdays. Okay, but the Kings are playing at this time. So Bubba and I started recording games and watching games in between because we knew football was on, but I wanted to watch hockey. But as I started telling you, I want to learn about this. I started looking up players. I started looking up positions. I started, why is this a penalty? Why is that a penalty? I wanted to know. And at first it started out, I wanted to know for Hunter. Because Hunter's always asking questions. His autism puts him in a place where he has to ask you questions and he needs the answers. And if he doesn't understand the answer, he just keeps asking the question again and again. Yes. So I wanted to learn all these different things. So when he asked me, I could find several ways to say it until he finally understood it. Sure. But you and he have football. He sits and watches boxing with you. He watches baseball with you. He watches football with you. Now when he comes home and he's having a rough day, Hunter, there's a Kings game on tonight. You want to watch it with Mama? Yes, yes, yes. And it's me and him now. Yes. But you started learning it to help me learn it. And it just made it all that more important to me because now it's something that I love. And (laughs) I'm the fanatic now. I'm the one that's walking around with the game playing on my phone or um, I got, you know, all my little dings coming off of my phone to tell me what's going on if I can't watch it. I've got it half to record it. Even if I can't watch it tonight, I got to watch it later. I'm the fanatic now. But you tease me. You don't berate me for it because, you know, this this is who you were in the beginning, too. But now take this from how you explained how this makes you feel. Okay, so if you're if we're talking to guys and your spouse, what does your wife enjoy? Okay, I started reading books. At first you didn't like it because it was separating me. But then you started asking me questions. What are you reading? What's it about? Yeah. Okay, what do you like about that? Okay, this is going to sound really weird, especially because guys do not normally care for um, like romance books. I love romance books. If when he starts asking me, what do you like about this? That is the hardest question to answer because there's so many different aspects and so many different types that I read. 
but I had to sit there and go, well, crap, what do I like about it? Yeah. What intrigues me about this? You will learn so much about your wife on what she reads. I cannot tell you. There's certain personalities a character will have. I love the banter. I love the cocky bastard who's always arguing and has a smart, quick wit about him and the girl who's just as fiery and can dish it back. What do we do on a daily basis? <laughs> but yeah. it's those are the things that I, I like. I like the, the banter back and forth. There's certain parts where we had discussed, we were talking about my book, and we were talking about ideas that I had. And in creating my own characters, I learned things about physical touch. I can read something about a person touching some a, a girl on the face. It connects to me. Yeah. I understand what that feeling is. And for me, that's a very intimate feeling. No, it doesn't mean that I'm like aroused off the book or anything like that. Get your mind out of the gutter. It's not what I'm talking about. But there are certain things that, um, like, I like suspense. I love twists and turns. Yeah. You know, we watch GOT and both of us are going, ah, every five <laughs> seconds because something's changing. I love that stuff because it keeps me drawn into the story. I need to know how it finishes. I never talk about that stuff with anybody. Yeah. I think the only person I ever discuss anything like that with is my best friend, and that's when she and I are away from everybody and there's no interruption. <coughs> Excuse me. But now I talk about it with you. Mm -hmm. And as we're building my book, we took things that you did for podcasting and you're able to give me ideas. Okay, well, you're building a character. What personality do you want? What type of job do they have? You start asking me questions that I never thought about because it's not part of the story that's in my head. Yeah. You're connecting with me on something that's very important to me yes. and I've never thought about doing. So how much more do I open up to you about other things now when you ask me? Because we have this place that we can go to and it seems so silly. It's sports and it's reading. It's not really that big. If she loves cooking, get in the kitchen and cook with her. Okay. I mean, it, I love baking. You don't like sugar, but I love baking. But you will come in the kitchen and you will say, how can I help? What can I do? And it's as simple as just standing there. You know, if we're, we're cooking a large meal, I usually do majority of it. He'll come in and how can I help? Cut the meat for me. Make sure that this is moving on the stove. It's very simple, subtle things. But if we're trying a new recipe, you'll come and check it. What, what's in it? What are we doing? What are you trying? You pull up stuff all the time. I want to try this keto thing. I want to try that keto thing. I hate keto just for the record, but he loves it, so we cook it. We try. It's not the easiest thing to bake, but we try. Yeah. But it's an interest for you. It's something that's important to you. So I'm going to take time out of my day, and I'm going to try and do it. And if we do it together, it's all the more better because it's something that we're doing. A, we're hitting quality time. B, we're talking. C, this is something that's important to you, so it's important to me, and we're exchanging in this. It sounds so freaking simple. Yeah, and but it's not. But it's not. You really have to take an opportunity and ask. What if she likes gardening? So go buy the freaking fertilizer and get out there with her and say, okay, you know what? Let's do this today. And just present it. Go spend time doing something together and ask questions, even if you know the answer. Ask questions. I know who Jalen Hurts is. I have no question who he is. But maybe I don't know something about him and you do. So I'm going to start picking at that because I want to know what you know. Yeah. And I, I would say, too, <coughs> you know, if let's say you try it one time and it goes nowhere, don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. Don't, don't get discouraged because you try it <laughs> once and it's, and it's done. 
Um, <laughs> or you try it once and it's not that it's done, but you try it once and it seems to fall flat. Continue making the effort. I say this all the time. It's a code that I live by. Life is about willingness. Relationships are about connection. So what are you willing to do? That's my question. And we were both willing to put ourselves out there um, where maybe it wasn't. We weren't comfortable. We opened ourselves up to one another. And I mean, this I mean, this is my number one here. You're my number one. So why wouldn't I put myself out there? Um but if you put yourself out there and it's not reciprocated, give these things time. It's like we said in the last episode. It's about building a fire, knowing what the fire needs. Um, and I want a deeper level of connection with my wife because I've gone past the point of loving you. I've gone to the point of adoring you, and I want to learn how to do that more. So whatever you're interested in, there's some things you're interested in I don't give a rip about, okay? True. Maybe I'll just, maybe that'll be an adventure somewhere down the road. Um, but as far as sports, yeah. I didn't care what sport it was. Let's get into a sport, <laughs> you know? Uh, obviously, Alabama is my absolute number one. They take precedence over every other sport on the face of the planet. That is just me. I love it. Um, but I'm tickled. I mean, I'm tickled pink here to think what I've always wanted now going into the 20 years of, of us being married. We have it. We have that connection. We sit. We scream at the TV together. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And you learning more about hockey Taunting uh, goalies together. Yeah, taunting goalies together. <laughs> um, you know, that is just going to go a long way to deepen, strengthen our relationship and our connection with each other. Relationships are about connection. That That is where you want to find yourself. It, wh no matter what your wife is into, look at something and make a decision to become interested in it. And if you say, I can't, I'll say you're full of crap. You're basically saying, this is important to you. And you're important to me. Yes. So I'm willing to put myself into this and go at it with you. Put, look at it this way. You, you're listening to the podcast because you've made a decision. You want to become a better person, a better husband, a better spouse, uh, a better friend. However you're looking at this. To do that, you have to be a willing to make a connection somewhere. It's not always going to be, you know, okay, so physical touch is your thing, so we're going to have that sexual connection and everything's going to be fine. Wrong. 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 <clears throat> it can be the best you've ever had in your life and blow your mind. It is not going to replace basic, simple touch. You know, if we have moments where um we need quality time the best freaking quality time that he and i have i kid you not is going to a game yeah getting away out of town for a weekend is probably my a number one top but going to a game away from everybody else just the two of us screaming and taunting and having a good time laughing hysterically i we laugh so much more in that environment but we're open to each other we're having a good time we've had serious conversations sitting behind a goalie yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous, but it's our comfort zone. It's where we bond. You you need to come to a place where you decide 
even if it's something that you're like, oh my gosh, do I really want to look into this? Maybe it's not, but try it. Just be willing to try. The the evidence to me that you are willing, because I get nervous. When I started getting into the Canes games, like, I'm not going to ask them for tickets. It's expensive or finance. I There's so many things that go through my head when I find something for myself because I always put me last. So finding something that's expensive, it's a long drive away. There's a lot of variables in this for me that's like, yeah, you know, buying Kings gear. Okay, any sports gear is not cheap. That's all I asked for for Christmas and my birthday. That's all I want. I have a whole closet of Alabama stuff. I need some Kings gear. But I don't like asking for it because it's expensive. But as soon as I mentioned I like this and you lit up because I'm into a sport, that just changed everything. I don't have a problem asking, hey, can we go to a game? Mm-hmm. And it's stuff, it, it's so freaking simple. But this is not something that we did overnight. This no. is this is something that took six years of Rita going, okay, what do you need and what do you need and what does that look like and what does that look like and where can we find a common ground? I mean, we've had some knockdown, drag out fights over football, you guys. This is This is just the truth of life. Yeah. And now it's something that we love together. Yeah. So it, it's something, if you love cars and it's an expensive thing to get into cars, uh, lived there. It, it's very expensive. But if it's your love, get her involved. Take her to a car show. Don't go do something. Don't go build something. But just take her. Go show her what it is that you love about it. I guarantee you, when I started realizing the connection you had with your brother and we knew he was moving and what was going on, that was a huge part of me that said, you're going to need somebody to fill that seat. Yeah. You you need somebody there. And you have friends. I know that. We have other people that watch the game. But it's not the same as you and me sitting on the couch going back and forth screaming at a ref or something in a game. Yeah. It's just very, very different. Um, I, I guess if you're really, truly making the choice to do better, to be better – don't expect her to just jump up one day and be like, hey, I love football. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. But if you start, maybe for me it was you started explaining plays to me. I didn't understand stuff. Maybe she doesn't understand and she doesn't want to ask you because she feels stupid. I didn't want to ask you in front of your brother and your friends. I don't want to look like an idiot when my husband's a football coach. I didn't want to look stupid, so I didn't say anything. And yeah, That's your thing. That never really crossed my mind. I And – you know, whenever, like, Gracie would start asking me about plays or the girls would ask me about plays, oh, man, it just, it lit me on fire. I was so excited I could pause the TV. And let me say this. Whoever came up with pausing live TV, I love you. <laughs> I just, I just, I love you. I could pause the TV, go up to the screen, and go back into my coach mode and start teaching the people I love the most about the sport I love the most. And it was just um, it just an amazing point of connection. And when you look, no matter, I don't care how burly or big or tough you are or the opposite, when somebody connects with you, when you feel like this person really just gets me, mm-hmm. I belong, I, they care about what I care about, it just opens you up. It opens you up. It fills you full of life. It's a point of connection that you actually have the ability to nurture along. And then, you know, doesn't matter what 
you know, I, I, can't, I guess there's a limit on to what subjects we would say is something you want to dive into. I don't, I don't know. But what I can tell you is be forthcoming and say, you know what, this is important to you. I, w- I want to learn more about it, you know. I don't think you ever did that uh, in the grand scheme of things, honey. I think you just started, and maybe that's better. I don't I don't know. I, I think we have a relationship now where it's like we can talk to one another because we're in that place and say, I want to learn more about this because it's important to you, but maybe your approach with me is a good is a good approach for the guys listening just to start to learn about whether it's cooking or gardening or fashion or whatever it is. I don't care what it is. But if you can start speaking that language, you'll find an avenue into her heart. Well, make an observation. What does she watch on TV? You know, our girls, one of our daughters loves fashion, loves it. She will watch everything from Face Off where they paint theatrical people and make their own characters to Project Runway to, you know, they'll, they'll watch um, Cake Boss. Anything that has to do with designing, creating anything. That's her niche. That's what she loves. Now, it's not necessarily our favorite thing to watch and get into because, honestly, reality TV kind of irks me. But she loves watching what they start from yeah, and where it ends. So we started getting into it, and we brought everybody into it. We watch it as a family. Now we've got three or four of them that like similar things. Our son is addicted to Cake Boss. He just wants to see what it's going to look like when Buddy's done. Yeah, That's all he cares about. But he loves watching the process of it because for an autistic kid, it's all about the steps. Step one, you're doing this. Step two, you're – he loves it. So it's it's as simple as making an observation. What does she like? And sit down and ask questions. Maybe she's watching something. What about this draw you into it? What, what made you like this? What is this person doing? Ask questions. I did it. Why is the ref saying this is a penalty? I don't understand. Yeah. What went wrong with that play? Because you're sh- obviously you're screaming at the TV. What went wrong? You explain it to me. I don't know what the hell a hair ma- hell Mary is. I don't know what uh, uh, what is it hook and ladder. I don't know any of these. You had to sit there and start telling me this is where he was supposed to go. This is the route that's supposed to happen. It's a very subtle thing, but you don't really have to ask questions. You just need to make observations and then act on it. Yeah, I. That's fantastic. I I love this episode. Uh, finding common ground. I think when Coach Rita listens to it, she'll be proud of us as students. I'm going to um, get an girl. <laughs> <laughs> Words of affirmation. <laughs> Look at that. Um, so, yeah, I I love this episode. It's great. I never really thought about um, the importance or how – maybe not the importance because I know it's important <laughs> to find common ground, but really actually us doing it. Um, so it's brilliant that you brought – this episode up and and for us to be able to do i think we could continue on but the producer would choke us out um and we got some food on the grill that we got to get to Um, it's just remembering life is not your common ground life is what you're doing together your common ground is your interests and the things that are important to each other yeah go from there and you'll be fine yeah go and be willing to open up about you know your thing be willing to open up about and say you know i would i don't know if you can go there yet I can go there with you because we've developed this in our relationship and say, you know what, this is important to me, and I want you to be a part of it. Um, and it may work out, it may not. But I, life, let's just say it again, life is about, relationships are about connection, life is about willingness. What are you willing to do? I want to leave you with that. And we would love to know what your thoughts are, so email us at coach at man 
versus marriage podcast.com coach at man vs marriage podcast.com go see us on facebook that's facebook.com forward slash forward slash m v s m podcast check us out man dive in listen in look in go like the facebook page oh you can also i didn't say this the last time but you can go check out our website man versus marriage podcast.com there we are that was a fantastic episode um finding common ground who would have thunk it what a great what a fantastic episode i love it i can't wait to listen to it learn from it and uh we can't wait to hear from you guys so until the next time um go out into public find an auburn fan Boise. And just laugh at them. <laughs> Roll tide, my people. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast.